0: Hi, I'm NCR Davis, the author of For the Boys, The War Story of a Combat Nurse in Patton's Third Army. My book was released on September 30th, 2023 by Casemate Publishers, the largest military history publisher in the US and in the UK. Allow me to share a brief backstory. My mother bestowed her World War II letters and her army service diary to me on her 90th birthday. Those archives became foundational to my book, For the Boys, which is available uh, from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or just about anywhere you like to buy books. In the spirit of the Christmas season, I thought you might like to hear a letter that my mother wrote to her Minnesota family on December 21st, 1943. She was 23 years old and had just finished six months of maneuvers training in Middle Tennessee where she and the other nurses that were part of the 39th evacuation hospital lived on the ground learning how to care for sick and wounded soldiers in preparation of crossing the pond to set up an evacuation hospital close to front lines of battle honestly I can't even recall if this letter is in the book but My readers have asked me repeatedly to read from the letters, so here goes. I'll only interrupt when I feel the need to explain some context. I hope you enjoy this one. 12-21-43. Dearest family, here it is, the first day of winter and very sunny and warm in Tennessee. Guess I'll have to dream about a white Christmas this year. At long last, we are living like human beings again, and it's wonderful after six months of maneuvers. If only it would last longer than it's going to. I'm shipping my old footlocker home this week, and from now on, you can expect most anything, as I have a powerful lot of junk that has to be disposed of. We are strictly GI now as to uniform, rules, etc., wear many Navy slacks blue shirts before retreat, and white after, also neckties and caps at all times. Our whole unit stands retreat every evening at 5. We live in a very nice nurse's barracks in the hospital area, which is two miles from the 39th area. Trucks take us back and forth to meals, classes, etc. Well, I started my garrison life again with an engineer my first night. Mona and I double-dated. Now, Mona is uh, one in, uh, a woman that you will be very familiar with if you uh, read the book. She becomes uh, Mary's dearest friend during the during the war. My date was adorable. Met him at Jackson's Restaurant in Tullahoma, and when I saw that little gold castle, my heart jumped. Uh, she's referring to... Uh, little gold castle is the army engineer's insignia uh, she says it brought back such wonderful memories the reason it brought back memories when she saw the little gold castle is because uh, that's the insignia worn by the man that she's in love with uh whose name is zim now she met zim prior to being in uh Maneuver. She met him back when she was first in the Army uh, training at Fort Leonard Wood. But when uh, the 39th uh, started maneuvers training, she uh, had to leave Zim at Fort Leonard Wood, and they'd been separated now for six months. So anytime she sees the uh, little um, castle worn by any man, she uh, thinks of Zim, of course. Now back to the letter. By the way, I received a beautiful letter of apology from Zim. He still loves me, so guess that's all that really counts. Well, to get back to last night. After dinner at Jackson's, we went to the gun club. It's a darling officer's club, and we danced and danced and had beer, potato chips, and sandwiches to eat. I drank one and a half bottles of beer, and my date drank two. We didn't even try to keep up with the rest of them. We were too busy talking and dancing. My engineer had graduated from OCS five days ago and kept telling me when he was a corporal that he used to dream about taking out a lieutenant or just a nurse. He's 23, is from New York, and graduated from civil engineering from an Eastern college. He's Irish as Patty's pig. But he wanted me all to himself and wouldn't let me dance with the field artillery who were very persistent and came to our table and kept haunting the engineers. Well, the sad part of the whole story is that he went out in the field today but hopes to get down for the weekend. I hope so, too. Everyone found out my name was Mary last night, and so just a few minutes ago a fellow from the field artillery called and said he wanted to speak to Mary, who had been at the gun club last night. Well, he said he had found out my barracks number, but the engineer had refused to disclose my last name. Anyway, he wanted a date tonight, and seeing as how I intend to have all the fun I can while I'm here, I did not refuse. He has his own car, too. 7 p.m had to take time out for retreat and chow. Retreat was beautiful this evening. There was a gorgeous sunset. First, the enlisted men fell in, then the nurses and officers. The girls looked so nice in their navy slacks, white shirts and blouses, and Lieutenant Dent said he was proud of the way we fell into formation. I guess his struggles on the drill field all summer were not entirely in vain. Have received so many lovely greetings and letters lately, and I just can't catch up. Received a lovely card and letter from Lieutenant Ketting, my New York friend, and he and his friend hope to get here for New Year's Eve. They're still on maneuvers. We'll be shipping both radios home shortly. Hope you're not too angry at my impulsive actions, but guess the Army or anything else can never change your daughter. Next morning. Now I'm sitting in Brownie's room listening to the radio and writing letters. She's our married nurse and a swell person. Most of the girls have gone out, and I had several phone calls but had to turn them down. You see, at noon today, I was dished out a seven day restriction to quarters. Can't even go into town to shop much less to any officer's club, etc. I can go to meals and our own PX. Of course, there's a reason for it, but everyone is burnt up about the deal as our days here are numbered. Anyway, the reason is that I went to dinner today with my garrison cap and some Tola's black play shoes instead of my overseas cap. I left it in my date's car last night and had stepped in the mud with my other shoes and didn't have time to clean them. Got in at four this morning and had intended to sleep until noon but they woke me at eleven thirty and said we had class at noon and so it was either a case of not going to class or being out of uniform. Either way would have meant restriction and the way I did it at least I got dinner. My date last night was another Irishman, a Californian. Graduated from law college, is a professional ice skater, drummer, and appears in the movie Silver Skates. Wonderful dancer. We went to two clubs and really cut the old rug. But what a line. Guess the Irish have them all beat. He's too reckless for me, though. He decided that I should keep his car for him for a couple of weeks while he's out on maneuvers and gave me a lot of gas coupons. Well, everything was lovely until on my way back from taking him to his quarters about six miles away, the darn car stopped. I thought it was out of gas, so I found a guard who found a fellow to take me to my quarters. I met Mona and her date there and they were just coming in, so her lieutenant took the car to a garage in town, and now I can't get off the post to get it, and here I was going to meet him in Nashville on Christmas Day. We'll have to ride him and tell him my sad plight. Hope my engineer gets down for Christmas, as old Chiefy said I could go to the Christmas party in our officer's club, as it's in our own area. Now, her reference to old Chiefy is the chief nurse, <laughs> uh, Lieutenant uh, Dorothy Maxson. But Mary uh, doesn't have a whole lot of respect for the chief nurse, and so behind her back, she calls her Chiefy. Brownie and I just finished ironing the curtains for our club. They're red and white, so have spots before my eyes about now. Also, helped Chiefy decorate our tree in the parlor. Guess she expected me to sit in my room and mope for seven days, but darned if I'll give her that satisfaction. Sometimes I wonder why she doesn't transfer me out of this outfit, but the kids think she likes me, but thinks I need some military discipline before it's too late. Today, we had more films on malaria. Tomorrow, we have close order drill in the a.m., hike in the p.m. Friday, we're having physicals. Our officers' club is rather cute, has a huge fireplace at one end and a bar at the other. Our boys decorated the place for Christmas, serve us, etc., and we also have a jukebox. We're still on field rations, so the food is the same, but now we have good PX ice cream to supplement them. Washed all my dirty clothes from maneuvers yesterday and hung them outside. It was wonderful to have a wash tub and hot running H2O again. Of course, Chiefy told me I was using too much hot water. I said, yes, ma'am, and went on washing, even my house coat, which was worse than fatigues to wring out. Haven't received the box yet, but am looking forward to it. Must close now as I'm getting awfully sleepy. All my love, Mary. I think I love this letter so much because it shows uh, how typical she was as a 23-year-old back then. Of course, it would be more like a, probably what a 13- or 14-year-old um, young girl would say now. Uh, but, you know, they were far more sheltered back then than, than um, girls are now. Uh There are a lot of telling things about Mary's personality in that letter that I thought you would enjoy hearing. And uh, I'm going to read from the letters every couple of days and uh, broadcast them so that you can get a real feel for what it was like for a female during that decade uh, and one in service to her country I really appreciate your listening today and hope you enjoyed this letter from December 21st, 1943. Thank you.